Chapter Nine of the Ladies' Book of Etiquette and Manual of Politeness by Florence Hartley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christine Lamberton. Chapter Nine: Morning Receptions or Calls. Etiquette for the Hostess. If your circle of visiting acquaintance is very large while at the same time your time is fully occupied or your home duties make it inconvenient to dress every morning to receive visitors it is a good plan to set aside one morning in the week for a reception day upon your own visiting cards below the name put the day when it will be proper to return the visit thus mrs james hunter at home wednesdays number one seven one eight c street your friends will unless there is some especial reason for a call in the interval pay their visit upon the day named let nothing but the most imperative duty call you out upon your reception day your callers are in a measure invited guests and it will be an insulting mark of rudeness to be out when they call. Neither can you be excused except in case of sickness. Having appointed the day when you will be at home to see your friends, you must, for that day, prepare to give your time wholly to them. The usual hours for morning receptions are from twelve to three, and you should be dressed and ready for callers at least half an hour before that time to come in flushed from a hurried toilette to meet your first callers is unbecoming as well as rude your dress should be handsome but not showy a silk or cashmere wrapper richly trimmed over an embroidered skirt with a pretty cap or the hair neatly arranged without headdress is a becoming and appropriate dress still better is a rich but plain silk made high in the neck with long sleeves where a handsomely embroidered or lace collar and sleeves and a rather dressy cap or still better the hair alone prettily arranged as each visitor arrives rise and advance part of the way to meet her if gentlemen rise but do not advance it is not customary now to introduce callers at these morning receptions though you can do so with perfect propriety where you know such an introduction will be agreeable to both parties in introducing a gentleman to a lady address her first as miss jones permit me to introduce mr lee and when introducing a young lady to a matron you introduce the younger one to the elder as mrs green allow me to introduce to you my friend miss brown in introducing strangers in the city it is well to name the place of their residence as mr james of germany or mr brown of new york or 
if they have recently returned from abroad it is well to say so as mr lee lately from india this is useful in starting conversation be careful when introducing your friends to pronounce the name of each one clearly and distinctly that there may be no mistake or necessity for repetition it is a good plan if your receptions are usually largely attended to have books and pictures on the centre table and scattered about your parlours you must of course converse with each caller but many will remain in the room for a long time and these trifles are excellent pastime and serve as subjects for conversation it requires much tact to know when to introduce friends when to take refuge under the shield fashion offers and not make them acquainted with each other it is a positive cruelty to force a talented witty person to converse with one who is ignorant and dull as they will of course be obliged to do if introduced a well-bred lady who is receiving several visitors at a time pays equal attention to all and attempts as much as possible to generalize the conversation turning to all in succession the last arrival however receives a little more attention at first than the others if it is not agreeable to you to set aside a day for the especial reception of callers and you have a large circle of acquaintances be ready to receive them each day that you are at home if you are engaged let the servant say so when she opens the door and do not send down that message after your friend has been admitted if she is told when she arrives that you are engaged she will understand that you are denied to all callers but if that message comes after she has sent up her card she may draw the inference that you will not see her though you may see other friends never keep a caller waiting whilst you make an elaborate toilette if you are not ready for visitors it is best to enter the parlour in your wrapper apologizing for it than to keep your friend waiting whilst you change your dress if a stranger calls bringing a letter of introduction and sends the letter you may read it before going downstairs but if they wait till you are in the parlour before presenting the letter merely glance at the signature and at the name of your caller do not read the letter through unless it is very short or you are requested by the bearer to do so if you have a friend staying with you invite her to join you in the parlour when you have callers and introduce her to your friends if you wish to invite a caller to stay to luncheon or dinner give the invitation as soon as you have exchanged greetings not after she has been seated for some time in the latter case it appears like an afterthought not as in the former as if from a real desire to have the pleasure of her company if you have but one caller at a time 
rise when she does and accompany her to the vestibule but if there are several in the room rise when each one does but only accompany them to the parlour door there take leave of them and return to those who still remain seated if after affliction your friends call before you are able to see them do not fear to give offence by declining to receive them they will respect your sorrow and the call is made more to show their sympathy than from a desire to converse with you visits of condolence paid between the death of one of your family and the day of the funeral you may always excuse yourself from with perfect propriety they are made in kindness and show interest but if you decline seeing such callers there is no offence given in parting from a gentleman caller rise when he does and remain standing until he leaves the room but do not go towards the door when a gentleman calls in the morning he will not remove his outside coat and will hold his hat in his hand never offer to take the latter and do not invite him to remove his coat take no notice of either one or the other if strangers in the city call upon you inquire at what hotel they are staying and how long they will be there that you may return their call before they leave town End of chapter 9